We are bombarded with all kinds of messaging in media every day. Who's the hottest artist? What's the latest trend in social media? What massive tweet will change the civic or religious landscape? What's the next in thing? Messaging's not so bad if we keep it in perspective. And that's what we're going to do right now, today. Keep life in perspective as we listen intently for God's message so all the others will make sense. Welcome to Message Daily with your host, author, speaker, L. David Harris. Peace and blessings, listening friends. We know that you could have chosen to spend your time doing any one of a number of things, but I'm excited that you have chosen instead to invest some of it with us. This is L. David Harris. I am your host, and this is Message Daily, where we give you God's word every single day. And today is no exception. We are starting a new devotional series. Are you ready for the topic? It is true and godly education, true and godly education. We're coming up with part number one in that devotional series. And today's caption is education in the Garden of Eden. I can't wait to share with you. Hopefully you have your Bibles ready. Uh, We're going to go ahead and pray and then get underway. Father in heaven, thank you for giving us this new morning. Thank you for the Sabbath time, Father. There is uh, so much power in knowing that you are here to save us, here to give us rest, here to give us guidance as we uh, walk along life's journey. Now, Father, please teach us true education as you intended it. In Jesus' name I pray. Amen and amen again. Education in the Garden of Eden. All right, so we're going to begin with uh, the book of Job. That's the book of Job, chapter 36. And I will read verse 22. The book of Job, chapter 36, and I will read verse 22. And the Bible reads, Behold, God is exalted by his power, who who teaches like him. Did you get that? God is exalted by his power. Here is the rhetorical question. Who teaches like him? Well, of course, no one in the universe can teach like God. There are so many ways that God uh, intends to teach his children and teach the world about his character, about the things that are to come, about the world, the world that he is preparing. Jesus promised in John chapter 14, beginning at verse 1, Let not your heart be troubled, he said. Ye believe in God, believe also in me. In my Father's house are many mansions. If it were not so, I would have told you. I go and prepare a place for you. And if I go to prepare a place for you, I will, not might, I will come again and receive you unto myself, that where I am, there ye may be also. And so all that we learn about his character, all that we learn about history, all that we learn about heaven and the new Jerusalem, all that we learn about anything Anything, even if it's science, if we learn science aright with the lens that God gives us through the Holy Spirit, right? Not what people say, but what God is teaching us as we learn science, then it leads us ultimately to a right relationship with him and, of course, eternal life. So true education, godly education goes to that end. Let me read a quote 
to you from the book Education, and I will read from page 20. And it reads, The system of education instituted at the beginning of the world was to be a model for humankind throughout all after time. So God instituted, employed what? A system. I was trying to get that word right. A system of education. Now, let me just say I worked in higher education, Christian education, Seventh-day Adventist education for uh, 15 years of my life. And so I know what our formal training institutions are capable of. I know uh, what it, what we have to do for accreditation. I know what the intent of, of godly education from our formal training institutions is concerned. I understand that. But the model for true education came from God himself. It came from, uh, of course, he showed us in the Garden of Eden. It, as an illustration of its principles, a model school was established in Eden. Did you ever think about that? In Eden, the home of our first parents. The Garden of Eden was the schoolroom. Nature was the lesson book, and the creator himself was the instructor and the parents of the human family were the students. And so I'm thankful that God gave us this model, letting us know that he didn't leave us out there just to figure life out. No, he did not just say, all right, well, you're here. I created you. So, uh, yeah, let me know how it goes. No, God himself taught, taught his children whatever they needed to know in order to get closer to him. And not only that, but also about the mysteries of this life. There is so much we don't know about blood, as an example. Well, what is that? Like, what is it? What is its function? What are the compounds? We know something about it, but do we really understand it? Right? There are so many other things in nature. How far is this star from planet Earth? Well, how do we measure that? God has given us instruments and understanding and insights and tools, but what ultimately does it teach us about him? So the Lord was founder, principal, and teacher of this first school. But as we know, Adam and Eve ultimately chose another teacher and learned wrong lessons. So the fact is, the Lord is always teaching, but unfortunately, the devil is always doing some kind of evil training as well. So we have to decide every day, where are we going to place our seats and come under whose tutelage? What happened? Why? And what can we learn from this early account of education that can help us today? So we're going to talk about the first school and how God employed uh, Adam before he gave him a wife, before he uh, Adam sinned. So work was not a curse because of sin. No, God gave him, I think it's in Genesis chapter 2 and verse 15, he gave him the, the, the uh, dominion and the power and the employment to work the ground that God had given him. Of course, before sin, that ground was more responsive to his good work. But the bottom line is how much was revealed as the Lord had placed him in the, in the garden to tend and to keep it. We're going to talk about that in more detail. Uh, we're going to talk about the intrusion. Eventually, the devil inserted himself as usual, right? He put himself where he was not welcome, and then he began to insinuate doubt and to spread seeds of discord, even in the Garden of Eden. 
and we see what that would have brought us. But we're going to see what God's plan of salvation in his training uh, would have brought us if we surrendered our will. Of course, there is a message that uh, was missed by Sister Eve. Yes, even though she was perfect, uh, the Bible says that the serpent came to her and said, you know, yet has God said, ye shall, you shall not, ye shall surely die. And then she says, well, the Lord said really that uh, we're not to do what? Eat of the tree or touch it. And if we do, then we'll surely die. Well, the question is, did he say, don't touch it? Well, what does it mean if he did or did not? We'll come back to that as the Lord gives us the time. Regaining what was lost, of course, God does not leave us without comfort. He does not leave us without an opportunity to be redeemed. He does not leave us without redeeming those who are willing to surrender to his will. Well, how does he do it? We're going to learn about that in the coming days. And then, of course, the despisers of authority. There are so many people who refuse to be trained by God refuse to be educated and taught by God and are willing to listen to whatever the enemy is putting forward. And then we do that, if God forbid, it's us to our demise. So God is going to show us his educational tools, and hopefully we will learn. Peace. Thanks for joining us, listening friends. Always remember what God says matters most. His message shared through our lives has the power to change the world today and provide hope for the future. This has been Message Daily with L. David Harris. Until next time, make it a great day.